So I'm going to now go through the details of how they have set the table for the launch of MagaNet tonight. If you're wondering, like, wait, why that? What, what? Better King Dude played. What are you talking about, MagaNet? Well, in the movie The Terminator, they called it Skynet. What did Skynet do? Skynet launched an army of drones that covered the sky, basically, and began enforcing the computers, collective computers, will against the humans. And the computers were busy uh, building these things called Terminators. Now, this is interesting here. Again, allegory. Holy Ghost does not ask for permission. He just does it. Takes bad people. And James Cameron is bad to warn or maybe even bring about some good. What is the theme or the, what's the plot of the movie, The Terminator? Well, this woman, now, now, now look, again, I am not saying that Cameron intended any of this because he didn't. What I am saying is the Holy Ghost went, and eh, no, I don't write that like that, write it like this. And the Holy Ghost didn't ask for permission. He just, uh, just moved the pen, Jimmy. No, yeah, okay, right, yeah, there you go. What is the Terminator sent to do? He is sent to go back in time to abort John Connor. Now, you can slice and dice the story any way you want. Yes, it is. He was sent to abort John Connor. Now, again, I'm going to shock some of you people. You're going to go, DKD, no, I'm turning off. Go ahead. Breitbart's waiting for you. Have fun. John Connor, who apparently in the future rescues humanity from the evil machines. Now, without me making the point, do you see where this is going? Listener, are you paying attention? <clears throat> is KV still in the chat room? Because KV would figure this out. John Connor saves the human race. So the demons... Terminators are sent back in time to basically abort him. This, this thing is so trippy. John, oh, you people are just brain dead today. John Connor. J.C. Jesus Christ, I have to spell it, John Connor, J.C., and he's to be born of a woman named Sarah. <laughs> oh, good Lord. 
better church, please. You're, you're scaring the children. Now, why is Sarah significant? Well, who did Sarah give birth to? Isaac. The harlot, the stepmaid, whatever, the handmaiden gave birth to Ishmael. Sarah. I mean, again, <laughs> Cameron didn't know any of this. There's, there's no way Cameron, because that guy's he's, he's out of his mind. But the coincidences, those aren't coincidences. So when MagaNet launches tonight, do you not? <laughs> do you remember me telling you a couple of days ago? And Caesar is the one that told me this, or or, or sent me to the uh, to the story because he keeps up with European news. Caesar is the one that sent me the story. I think it was Caesar about how. The Ukrainians, Zelensky and the criminal oligarch gang, are sending Ukrainian soldiers out to die every day. And one of the things that the offenses that they wage, and they just keep doing it, is they launch hundreds upon hundreds of drones, fully armed with lethal ordnance drones. They launch them at Russian civilians. Now, what's happening? Well, in Mariupol and in the Donbass, Russian surface-to-air missile defense systems can handle the drones, and they do. They shoot hundreds of them down every day, but they just keep sending them. Where are they getting the drones? The operative point about Magnet tonight, where are they getting the drones? We make them. What do you mean, where are they getting them? Teledyne, General Dynamics, Boeing. You know, you use uh, uh, Raytheon. We make the dang drones. We manufacture them. I say we. We? Who's we? The United States. We make them. And we're bragging about the fact that we keep sending drones. What do you think those, some of those checks that Biden's writing is for? Drones. So when Skynet launches, how are the is the human race subjugated from the sky? Skynet by drones. And then the Terminators, the land-based version, are sent in to clean up the rest of us. Now, I'm not telling you that this is uh, that they're they're gonna drone strike. <laughs> Our compounds or whatever, but, but don't put it past them. They have the cap. The point is, they have the capability to do it, and we paid them for that capability. You were taxed for it. So was I. So let's lay out what's going to happen tonight. What I think is one of the things the regime leader Biden is going to do tonight. Now, again, the headline is. Biden giving political primetime speech to address extremists. Here, play Corinna Lesbo Jean-Pierre. You must, you must hear this. Digital media file, I guess that's number C, 1C. Because, because this is the operative part here where um, 
We're a threat to the democracy here. Digital media file 1C. So this is what's going uh, 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 this is what's going to happen tonight. I want you to uh, now look, there's just a couple of details that this that this airhead has been clued in on. She's not very smart. She can't pronounce Marjorie Taylor Green. But this is what's uh no, no wait a minute now. Where's the one where she identifies M M MTG? Is it you didn't do that one? Well, we need that one. Well, go ahead and play. Start with B. We, you know what? There are three clips here. It's about five minutes till. Go ahead and start. Start with one A. We'll just. I'll walk you through the whole progression here. When it comes to voters, how does the president differentiate between the ultra MAGA folks who he sees as an extremist threat to democracy and the average GOP voter? So. Um, can't talk about voters from here, uh, as you know. No, nope. oh, no, I, I get you. Uh, not gonna. I just need to say that, right? Just, to <laughs> just to be clear. Yeah, so at my um, trial, they don't the, hang the me. Has been, has been really clear about the leadership, right? The MAGA Republicans uh, in leadership. Uh, they're the ones who have the platform. Uh, they're the ones who, uh, again, the extremist part of the Republican Party. Uh, they're the ones who, uh, you know, folks listen to uh, in their own party. And by inciting violence, by trying to take away, they're the ones who are the legislators and trying to take away our rights, uh, trying to take away our freedoms. And that's who the president is speaking they're to. They're right? powerless. He's being very targeted in that way and calling that out uh, and saying, you know, we can't allow our democracy to be attacked in this way. And they have a responsibility. Pause, 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 pause. We can not allow our democracy to be attacked in this way. Marjorie, she, she's going to call out Marjorie Taylor Greene, Madison Cawthorn, and Paul Kosar. Uh, they're in a minority party. They're not going to be in a majority party anytime soon. They have no legislative power or authority What? Whatsoever, Marjorie Taylor Greene's uh, resolution about the tranny mammies to stop Biden funding them has failed. Republicans don't even vote for it. She is not a threat to anyone anywhere alive. Now, what the irony is here, there is a threat to Mar uh, against Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, this is how now this is how ridiculous. This is such a this is a farce. Madison Cawthorn lost his primary. He's not even going to be a member of the House of Representatives. These are what are known as straw dogs. She is making the political case for the arrest of Marjorie Taylor Greene, Madison Cawthorn, and Paul Kosar. The only reason to bring this up and to bring their names into this, which is unprecedented, is so that when they're arrested, Merrick Garland can go out there and sneer and say, we warned. All right, now you can continue playing, because now here comes the naming. We have a responsibility in how uh, uh, they are doing their business on behalf of uh, their constituents. And by the way, the rights and freedom she's talking about, Susan and Suzanne and Cincinnati, you're right, mutilating children, murdering babies. That's what she's talking about. Um, over the past week or so, uh
We've heard many Republicans argue that this president ran as a uniter, and now he's calling MAGA Republicans, which is a very large swath of the American populace, semi-fascists. He is arguing that they're a threat to democracy. Does the White House believe that this is a fair criticism by Republicans, that this is not unifying language? So I'll say this, Nancy. Sadly, there are more examples than I can count on how we have Sadly. seen recently um, armed attacks. So sad we had to kill them. There are a couple of things I just want to say here. You have Representative Paul Gosara has posted videos depicting him attacking the president and members of Congress. You have Representative Majority Taylor, Majority, uh, Taylor Green has publicly expressed support for shooting prominent Democratic elected officials and suggesting physically assaulting transgender school officials. That's just you a have lie. Representative she never Madison did that. Cawthorn has said falsely, if our election systems continue to be rigged and continue to be stolen, then it's going to lead to one place, and that's bloodshed. And, and just last week, you had Governor Ron DeSantis suggested that Dr. Fauci should be physically assaulted. And That's former President Trump has done the same many, many times. Look, and many of your colleagues have actually talked about and reported on this dangerous trend that we're seeing. And uh, for example, the New York Times headline from this month, as right-wing rhetoric escalates, so do threats and violence. So let's start and a so war because the New York Times says so. Uh, again, I was talking, I can't remember who just asked me the question, I was talking about Soul of the Nation, this is something the President has talked about since 2017, when he wrote that article in The Atlantic. And he's called it out then, he called it out January 6th, he called it out Inauguration Day, he called it out last week, he called it out yesterday. So there has been a consistent um, uh, call out from the President about what he's seeing from an extreme part of, of this party of the Republican Party. So you're allowed to have media and you're allowed to cut Trump's head off on television, Kathy Griffin, and all these other things. But Ron DeSantis quips that that elf should be thrown in the Potomac. That's a quip. That's a joke. You're not allowed to. Folks, the, are you listening? She's She is saying that they're... This is how you set up a war. She is given the reason when she says consistently this president, blah, 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 blah. She's saying that enough. Biden said it the other. He said it two nights ago. Our patience has worn out. She's laying the case out for war. Now, again, I don't know if he's going to yank, if he's going to pull the trigger using the Patriot Act or the NDAA, but I suspect that that's what they're legally going, that that's the legal avenue that they're going to use. We already know that they own all the social media. You, look, you, you, you say you hashtag MAGA somewhere on social media, you're outed. Hell, I ought to go back and delete my, my, my gab post from this morning about MAGA. So maybe we should, uh, or, or you know what, it's too late now because they already know. The list are, or if you ever use the term MAGA favorably, you're on the list. You're on the list. So what is the, re is the regime leader going to say? Was that all of it? 
Okay, play one. Here, here, here's the next one. You know, the president thinks that there is an extremist threat to our democracy. Uh, the president has been clear, as he can be, on that particular uh, piece when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms. Uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. Uh, they just don't respect the rule of law. You've heard that from so the, back uh, the, the president. Blue people don't respect the uh, and, rule of um, law. This is delusion. You know, they are pursuing an agenda uh, that takes away people's rights. So, which is what the president said last week on Thursday. You all heard him. This is what the president said yesterday, and that's what he's going to continue to say. And here's the thing. The president's not going to shy away uh, to call out uh, what he clearly sees is happening in this country. And, um, you know, again, MAGA so, Republicans are this extreme part of their party, and that is just facts. And that's what he's going to continue to lay out. Okay. He's going to continue to lay out. You had the people that are in charge of the government of the United States, the most menacing, terrorizing, horrific, deadly force in the history of the human race, turning its guns now on its citizens. It starts with rhetoric. The rhetoric continues to escalate. She's using militaristic language. She's stupid. She's an airhead. But she can read the briefing that she'd been told out or told to go out and say. Now, threat to our democracy. Where have I heard that before? And did I not tell you that that came from central satanic casting? Do we have the montage? You closed it. Here, see if this see or compare what you just heard to what we heard in May of this year on all Sinclair broadcasting stations. It was heard on a bunch of others, too, but it was uh, primarily Sinclair. Do you remember this? Proud of the quality, balanced journalism that CBS 4 News produces. But, but, but. Some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. Some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common, common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same stories without checking facts first. Unfortunately, some members of the media use their platforms to push their own personal bias and agenda to control exactly what people think. And this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Our democracy. 38 television stations are in that video. 38. So where do you think... Now... 
The Biden regime didn't steal that from Sinclair Broadcasting. The Biden regime gave it and ordered Sinclair Broadcasting to say that. And they're going to ramp it up again this Labor Day weekend if they haven't already begun. Now, let me tell you what's going to happen tonight. One of the things that Biden's going to say in this prelude to the launch of Magnet and war. What happened on the 25th of September, 1862? I told you about this yesterday. Dishonest Abe suspended habeas corpus. He's going to tell this story tonight. He's going to hide behind the heroic Lincoln who saved the Union. And he's going to tell you this story. The doctrine of habeas corpus is is the right of any person under arrest to appear in person before the court to ensure that they have not been falsely accused. The U.S. Constitution specifically protects the right in Article 1, Section 9. The privilege of the writ of habeas corpus shall not be suspended unless when in cases of rebellion or invasion, the public safety may require it. Okay? Threat to our democracy. Do you understand this now? These extremists are a threat to our democracy. The privilege of the writ of habeas corpus shall not be suspended unless when in cases of rebellion or invasion, the public safety may require. Okay? It's not an invasion. It's a rebellion. This is why the January 6th rebellion is called a rebellion. Ladies and gentlemen, I take my my, uh, vocation here seriously. I'm telling you the legal framework that they're going to use. And they've already telegraphed all of this. This is why season one of the January 6th trial had to go on. Because they had to make the case that the MAGA, make America great. What an irony. Make America great again is now a threat to America. Again, who's the father of lies? You know who's behind this, but at this point in time, it doesn't matter. She's laying the case out, and Biden is going to lay the case out to suspend habeas corpus. This means that the Reverend Namolers, you know, first they came for the, what did he say? First they came for the kulaks, and I said nothing. Then they came for the student land, and I said nothing. Then they came for the Jews, and I said nothing. Finally, they came for me, and it was too late. I'm paraphrasing. Lincoln initially suspended habeas corpus in the volatile border state of Maryland in 1861 in order to try large numbers of civilian rioters in military courts and to prevent the movement of Confederate troops on Washington. Okay, that's going to happen again. Don't know if it's going to happen in Maryland, but it's going to happen again. The order was eventually extended in response to different threats. In the summer of 1862, Lincoln called up the state militias, leading to increased opposition to the Civil War within the Union. By General Orders Number 141, September 25, 1862, Lincoln suspended protesters, so subjected 
protesters to martial law and the suspension of habeas corpus, which is why tonight Biden's going to tell this story. If he tells this story tonight, folks, get off your social media, close your accounts, take every safety, <laughs> digital safeguard measure you can, because that applies to you. It applies to me. You got to get to the punchline here, Maggie. And this is even worse. The suspension of habeas corpus was one of Lincoln's most controversial decisions. In the spring of 1863, General Ambrose Burnside arrested peace Democrat or Democrat Clement Vallandigham, who had been critical of the U.S. government and banned publication of the Chicago Times, which was supportive of Vallandigham. They shut the Chicago Times newspaper down, and they arrested Vallandigham. Who was Clement Vallandigham? He was a member of Congress. 